Hello, welcome to Love, Food, Hate, Money. I heard through the grapevine there's a couple welcome backs and a few first timers. For those of you that have not been here before, we're here to talk a little bit about how much we love food and how we spend all of our money on that particular hobby. I'm going to be one of your hosts, Jonah. This is co-host Courtney. Hey. And we'll jump right into the drinks for the evening. We're going with a 2018 Central Coast Chardonnay from Lelo. I'm just going to read directly from the bottle because I think it's funny. Because <laughs> it's California Chardonnay. This is Olelo is the word in wine. Olelo translated means word in Hawaiian. Wine is always better when you mahal, mahale, share it with others. We hope you enjoy our handcrafted Olelo wines. So, is this a Hawaiian family that moved to like Napa? Napa's not Central Coast, but. Oh, well, I don't know where Napa is. You are in the right state, so that's... <laughs> Where would that be? Central... Napa's farther north than Central Coast. Oh. Central Coast is literally, like... Gotcha. Cent- central okay. Coast. Um, but yeah, Chardonnay. It's good. It tastes like Chardonnay. Nice. It smells like Chardonnay, too. I like it. It's. I think it's really funny that you picked, like, a nice Chardonnay for this episode, and then the last episode you were drinking that, like, god-awful Botarita. <laughs> Love it when you call Even though... Me. The Botarita would have gone better with this episode. No, this episode deserves Hawaiian Californian Chardonnay. We're going to talk about serval fast food. (laughs) Just because you can't read my handwriting doesn't mean you need to out me like that. I needed to out you like that because I thought that you were talking about a cat. A nice a little little links a little links Jonah, fast food i was homeschooled okay look i can't i have no handwriting i was also homeschooled and stopped doing things handwritten at after his second grade well there you go so we're talking about seasonal fast food items which is we argued about this a little bit earlier but in the end i was right because <laughs> I've got way more experience with fast food it's than you. Because you just have this passion for fast food that I can't understand. Because I didn't grow up eating a lot of fast food. I like it was you. You're the problem. You, you're why I, I got am into fast, fast food, food, baby. <laughs> Look, ma'am. Well, we you talked about like eating fast food as a kid. We, we had a similar fast food memory. Do you remember what food we talked about? That was like the same thing. Where we were both like, oh yeah, we both fuck with that. No. Western bacon cheeseburgers from Carl's Jr. <laughs> especially on Wednesday. Yeah, my parents Fuck were really into that because we would get them after youth group. On Wednesdays? Yeah. For a dollar? Yeah. Just what Jesus wanted. <laughs> no, growing up, my family, we would get like, if we were really busy, we would get like Wendy's, sometimes Taco Bell. But that was very much it. Like my mom was very much like, if we can't get like a healthy option, we're not eating here. Which is very funny because we've talked about that a little bit further. And your mom's healthy option was the teriyaki bowl at Jack in the Box. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? And the fajita pita. Ah, uh, the fajita pita. That one's healthy because it rhymes. Yeah, that's And there's health. nothing healthier than a rhyme, like green eggs and ham. That's very healthy. Health and that food. doesn't rhyme. Rhymes. Oh. Is roughly what is I was that what we're going Okay. That's what I was going for. Or green eggs and ham. It's a free verse. That's so stupid. That was probably my least favorite thing to learn about in high school was like, oh yeah, there's poetry. And then there's like free form where it's poetry, but it doesn't matter. So I would argue that every episode of this show is actually poetry. Tell your friends. Yeah. If you actually go line for line in each show, there's a rhyme 
So just replay every episode so far. So many times. And at the every timestamp, there's a rhyme because we're very thoughtful. Yeah. But seasonal fast food, baby. I love it. I ate so much fast food growing up. And we've talked about how I went out to like regular chain restaurants a lot growing up. Um, or even like the radio remotes, so like going to the, like, the individual mom and pop spots. Mm-hmm. But we didn't eat food at home other than the goulash. Yeah, that. So going out to eat was like the main thing and like specifically value food. Yeah. I think one of the things that's really funny to me is like when we met, like your family would go and pick up fast food and bring it home and have it for dinner. And I had never experienced that before. Staple, baby. Like most of the time that my family would get fast food, we were on the road or between activities. So we were eating in the car. No, fast food was like, a. this is the closest fast food restaurant within a two mile radius. So we're going to go there and then take it home. And that's going to be like the hottest, fastest thing. So very different experiences on that. But that instilled in me. The, the passion for the seasonal fast foods, um, not to be confused with the one-offs, which are very different things. The season, and we thought about this a little bit earlier. So seasonal fast food is is the nacho things fry. that come back. The nacho fries from Taco Bell, they come back. I don't even know if you can call it seasonal because it isn't like affiliated with the season. You had a story about um, McDonald's, like the shamrock shakes. Oh yeah, my <laughs> my parents. Where when the Shamrock Shake was like reintroduced, and this must have been like early mid two thousands, my parents were so excited. They're like, "We can't wait for you to try this. We used to drink these when we were kids. Like you're gonna love it." And so they made a big deal out of going and getting them. And then we tried them, and my parents were like, "This is absolutely disgusting. How did we like this? <laughs> it tastes like toothpaste." But it was childhood toothpaste. No, it ruined their food memory for them. Well, that's sad. <laughs> It just had to stick to it and be like, ah, yeah, I remember eating toothpaste as a kid. Maybe they were eating toothpaste. And not shamrock shakes to begin with? And they were told these are shamrock shakes. That makes a lot of sense, actually, now that you put it like that. But yeah, so as far as the seasonal fast food items go, I think that they're very funny because I can't imagine that they actually like drive long-term sales for these restaurants. So I wonder how profitable, profitable... It Word. is. Thank you. Three whole syllables. <laughs> or. <laughs> uh, but how much does it actually drive business versus just being like an advertising gimmick? Yeah, because there's only two people in the world that I know that are like, this is a new menu item from this fast, fast food spot. Can't wait to try it. And it's me and my dad. Actually, I can think of one other person off the top of my head. My friend Sam apparently according to her bandmates is very into trying the new seasonal items so you could start a club oh i mm. (laughs) (laughs) new information Uh uh-huh i respect her more now and fear her more (laughs) that's a good place to be it's all she needs so as far as like so what other ones would you consider seasonal then because like the only thing that comes to mind for me is nacho fries but that's only because i enjoy nacho fries i feel like mcdonald's has like the seasonal cornerstone because they've got the mcrib and they've got the shamrock shake and they have like the items they have a lot of things back. to pull from they've got a large like library to pull from and they're things that come back i guess whataburger is kind of like that specific times whataburger has my favorite I don't even know seasonal. They call them their all-time favorites. They're the it's like the one. It's like the plus one because there's like three major ones. There's the green chili double. There's the patty melt. There's the buffalo chicken ranch. 
No, Isn't it's, that one of it's them? the barbecue. Oh, the barbecue. The barbecue chicken fingy sandwich is their, is their third. And they always have a plus one to that party. And sometimes it's the best item, which is the sweet and spicy bacon burger, which was maybe for like a year straight. I feel like that was the plus one at Whataburger, and we ate it. Often. More than one should, at least once a week. I'm a little disappointed in us for knowing the Whataburger menu as well as we do. I'm disappointed that more people don't know the Whataburger menu. And since we've been married, we've never lived more than two miles from a Whataburger. Always Which is kind of a feat, considering we live in Arizona, not Texas. Yeah, we've done a good job of cherry-picking destinations where we're like, well, it's a questionable distance to drive to Whataburger right now. We can't live here. We're a little little hammer-shwasted. Let's go ahead and live close enough where we can literally walk there if need be. Right. Um... But yeah, Whataburger has got their weird seasonal, and they always bring back that stupid mushroom burger, which is not good. Not you good. should never be getting mushrooms at your fast food restaurant. Fast food restaurant. I hated mushrooms for the longest time because I thought they were just out of a can. Because my mom would like pop them, like straight out of oh, the can, and then like no. pour them over like pasta. Because when we weren't eating, <laughs> this is a great <laughs> That's story. So gross. So we would have these. So she would always just make like pasta, like a ragu or prego, like just straight out of the jar. Like that was it's it. just like it's mom's spaghetti. <laughs> so it would be spaghetti and then that sauce. And then my sister was what, 10? I have no idea. It was a while ago. She was old enough to like be near a stove without it being a major concern. And so she was, quote, cooking for the family. For my aunt specifically, I think. Mm-hmm. And Your she, aunt was babysitting. She she makes the spaghetti. Heats up the sauce heats right up out the of the sauce jar. Right out of the jar. Taste the sauce right out of the jar. Just, mm, just like mom's. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> I think she was surprised, though. I think she was like, oh, it tastes just like mom's. There, yeah, there was a genuine like, huh. How did I just, do that? I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm an amazing cook. Am I gifted? Is this a talent? <laughs> but you were saying, so your mom would put the canned mushrooms in the pasta? Yeah, they sell them in, I don't even know They're what size little. can. They're like tiny little. That's like, the one I get the bamboo shoots in. Smaller than that even. Like, oh there my were, like, God. These weird, like it was like a shot can. It was like a shot of mushrooms. Oh. And she would just like rip it open, pour that over. Not even like stir it into the tomato sauce. Just like dress over the top like a, like a nice grating of Parmesan. And that would be how she incorporated mushrooms into dishes. And so I didn't like mushrooms for a majority of my life. I'm shocked you ever tried them, considering. But that's not really surprising coming from the woman that thought all chocolate was fat-free. Fat-free chocolate world, baby. That's a story for another day. (laughs) But yeah, my dad and I, and apparently Sam, shout out Dan to Sam, uh just the the one-offs and the crazy fast foods like i they can't possibly sustain business for places but i'm more than likely going to go and try it what what's your been your like favorite thing that we've gone and like tried specifically well this the sweet and spicy bacon burger from whataburger as a one-off is obviously but that's in that's a they'll bring that back eventually though quote all-time favorite and when it is the all-time favorite when it's the fourth wheel in that fucking orgy of terrible fast food oh my god i'll be your fifth baby girl <laughs> Ooh-wee. um 
they're oh, what it has been the favorite i mean the nacho fries from taco bell keep coming back they're fine they're really weirdly like citrusy like the citric yeah acid they have a lot of citric acid on them throw for on sure. the outside of them is oddly craveable but uh, you don't well, you dip place. it in the cheese to neutralize it it's it's the neutralizing it's, cheese you have to do chemistry before you can eat it the cheese takes away the power yeah i can't think of a favorite off the top of my head right now maybe circle back to that one we've tried some a couple recently though that i've been pretty excited about there was the Berea tacos from oh. Apoyo Loco, and that was... That was shockingly good, actually. Way better than it had any right to be. Yeah. I wouldn't say, like, oh, my God, like, it's so great and amazing and tastes just like the real thing. But, like, if you were in a pinch and you were hungry, it's going to scratch the itch. It was pretty damn good. They were tasty. They were disappointing for price, and that was also a fun exercise in fast food. Where, like, Yeah, you ordered bad. Oh, you really got to be loud and proud about what nonsense you're ordering. Because we went through that drive-thru and we were, and I was like, can I have two of just the crunchy... <laughs> just the birria tacos. Just the two tacos. And they were like, yeah, we got you. And a quesadilla. Cool. We got that too. Perfect. All right. That's going to be $35. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So we... I like how you had the opportunity to correct her. And you were like, you know what? I it's didn't fine. even I didn't know how to correct That's her because fine. I don't know their prices. It's $35 now. It's okay. $35 for two tacos and a quesadilla. <laughs> These are going to be great. So we get up there and then like she I pay she gives me the receipt and I'm like, "Oh, that's what went wrong." And so we got like two full two taco combo meals. So we just got two tacos and then the quesadilla and came all of like them came with three chips. consommes and it's chips. Just so and... much and it was fine plus. Like it was I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good considering like i wouldn't compare it obviously to like somebody spending the four hours to make the real dish but as far as fast food goes also wasn't even made out of goat so is it even berea right but as far as fast food goes like it had the fresh cilantro had the fresh onions and the beef tasted like beef beef tasted like beef fresh cilantro wasn't brown yeah and the onions weren't like the day old slimy sharp because that's a special spot on like diced onions that is rough and then the other that we had recently we i i went solo on this one <laughs> um buffalo wild wings i love to consider myself a connoisseur of all of the mountain dew flavors i think the only regional or the only like variant of it that i haven't had that is available is the thrashing apple i think is that flavor what yeah there's like a that sounds disgusting. Because there's the major watermelon, which was or some military rank watermelon. I don't know. It needs to be discharged. That was a bad flavor. They went through a phase where they were like, what if they all tasted like Jolly Ranchers, though? So there was like the watermelon flavor that came out. And then there was a green apple flavor that came out. Didn't try the green apple ever because there was it was never in like the a, watermelon was bad. Like the green apple. Readily. Bad. Yeah. Was there a blue raspberry one? The blue raspberry one is an old flavor that's voltage oh voltage is great because voltage has the ginseng in it so it's got the it's got a extra hit more energy <laughs> that one makes you it'll feel. give you a heart attack for free voltage was like competing with livewire and livewire is probably my all-time favorite and i realized why it was called livewire maybe a year ago because they stopped selling it like pretty readily in stores california can... straight up banned it they were like absolutely not none of this rocket fuel for our poor youths so got at a gas station when I was, oh, I remember when I got it. It was right after my 
first COVID vaccine. I got vaccinated for COVID and then I ingested live wire. So I was protected from everything. Oh, yeah. I also had a rolly taquito because it was at a quick trip because I went to. (laughs) When were you unsupervised at a gas station? (laughs) Not often enough to live my purest life. So, yeah, I had a rolly food. I can't remember what it was. I think it was a buffalo chicken rolly because rolly foods from gas stations slap. I don't know you. But you love me. I, you seen me. I've seen you and I know you. <laughs> I don't know if I love you, though. But it had the live wire. And it was funny because when I had this most recent Mountain Dew exclusive at Buffalo Wild Wings, I was talking about to Buddy Drew. And he had a similar scenario where he was like, oh, I had live wire the other day. It was great. And then looked at the nutritional facts. If you look at the nutritional facts for a live wire, I think it's 190% of your daily sugar intake. Holy hell. It is plus ultra <laughs> sugar, sugar. What about how much caffeine is in one? It's like three times the, I think it's 90 milligrams. I think it's three <sighs> times like your standard cup of coffee. So it's got extra caffeine and it's got enough sugar to tranquilize a small animal. Like bring it all the way back from the dead and then dead again. No, but I don't know how you drink that. That's crazy. A lifetime of uh, subjecting Practice. myself to. I used to drink like a two liter a day, like good childhood memories were like, ah, yes, I got my two liter of code red and a fishing pole and I'm here catfishing. Nothing happened for four hours other than that two liter was no more, but Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. They, I lived the ultimate, I became frat. (laughs) Well, especially because you went to the one on campus. Went to the one on campus and had the Mountain Dew. Did Paul serve you though? I had, we didn't see Paul. Oh, real sad. I imagine that he's Paul, moved on to a better place. If you're out there, you were a great server. You were a real homie in a real shitty spot. Oh, Buffalo Wild we're Wings. We're glad you survived COVID. That was a very harrowing tale. Hopefully you survived it the second time because I feel like you didn't and that's why you're not there anymore. But that's... Rip to the king. Rip. So anyways, you tried... <laughs> Moment of silence for Paul. He passed away when we didn't even know it. All right, that was good. He's different now. He's better. He's stronger in his next place. Survived Buffalo Wild Wings during the pandemic just to pass away slightly later on. <laughs> so you went full frat. You so ordered. Had, Buffalo Wild Wings has, they tend to bring in new flavors from time to time in yeah. general. But their corporate chef has a good time. He knows what he's about. Yeah. To circle back to Mountain Dew first. So they had an exclusive flavor of Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew Legendary, which is blackberry mountain dew oh i didn't know it was blackberry so it tasted shockingly like pitch black and it was the same color so i don't think it was that far straight i they were just like what if we slightly modify it was the, a rebrand the purple flavor that we used to have call it legendary sell it at the sports bar <laughs> make some money it worked i was there <laughs> it brought you in so they got more money i drank Probably 64 ounces of it while I was there in a 90 minute window. So that was healthy. (laughs) And then that was healthy. We had uh, it was Thursday. So they do the BOGO on the boneless wings. So five of my spicy nugs were the the newest, the the special flavor. So not only did they have the Mountain Dew, they had Doritos, Flamin' Hot Nacho Cheese. Mm, Those chips slap, though. Which those chips are great. And so they had that as a buffalo wing flavor. So we got those. And then I got standards, Parmesan garlic, the hot. We all know. Ugh, Parmesan garlic. Classic, tried and true. 
Buffalo Wild Wings has also dropped significantly in quality on, oh, their, on their like boneless nugs. Because like some of them are just little like breading balls that don't even taste like chicken at all. Like they're just hard and covered in sauce, kind of. And they're sad. Flaming hot Doritos, nacho, cheese, wings were way better than they had any right to be. <laughs> they were the purest color of red. Ugh. I bet they looked they were, really gross. They were the one true red that all reds aspire to be. Ugh. They were, the, you know, when you have a, a chicken nugget, and you're like, oh, little, little red rockets. Wee. <laughs> no. I was excited. Um, they, I don't understand. Like they took, they clearly just, I mean, all Doritos are just like the flavor. Well, you powder. said it sounded like they took the flavor packet, reconstituted that in something that would stick to the wings. I imagine it was an oil base. Like they took a soybean sure. oil. So basically they made it. like Doritos, nachos, flaming hot, like Nashville, Nashville hot, hot chicken oil. Spicy nugs. Dunk the nuggies in. Yep. They were. And then they red. put crushed up chips oh they crushed on the, the doritos on the outside and then my favorite part about ordering those is the party favor aspect of it where they they you, they come out with these wings and she was delivering like food for four people at the time so she just had like four bags of like the flaming hot nacho cheese doritos like in her hand she was like this is for you this is for you this is for you oh so everybody ordered them uh, yeah did everybody like them yeah <laughs> steven was the he ordered his full 20 were all that flavor, which I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're here for a good time, not a long time, bud. Aren't we all? Um, He, yeah. I, I like the commitment, though. Like, he, commit to the bit. He went full send on it where I was like, no, I will take five of these and then I'll take the other 15. In ones that I like. Palatable flavors. Also being fully aware that five is the minimum of a flavor that they will allow at Buffalo Wild Wings because... Why not be that person that knows that? Everyone that listens to this now will be different and better for it. They'll be like, next time you're into a buffalo. Look, guys, you can't say that this is not an educational podcast. We're just here to teach people. (laughs) Some people need to prepare for the LSATs. Some people need to prepare for ordering at Buffalo Wild Wings on boneless wing uh, Thursdays. Bone-in wings on Tuesdays. (laughs) So you'd asked me earlier to pull up a list of upcoming fast food items. Yeah, I think that's the thing that I'm most excited about typically in general, where I'm like, oh man, that's stupid. I can't wait to try it. And I say stupid lovingly, where I'm like, this is something that I genuinely hate that I love as much as I do. So I found a list from a blog called Cheapism, which is as most opposite of this podcast that you could possibly be. Well, we love food and we hate the money, but we also love a value. We do love a good deal. And we'll eat extra, their extra. That's why we're always at the bad spots. Taco Bell breakfast, baby. And That's true. Like. I think I think there is maybe a misconception as to like we go out and spend a shit ton of money all the time. No, we save up for those times, but it is our only hobby. And it is our only hobby, so we will always almost always spend more on it than other people would be comfortable with. I think that your family is an example of that, where they will go out with a, a family of 30 and be like, I can't believe we spent $500. And we were like, $500? That was just, you know, that was a great last Friday night. One meal, baby. Yeah, so for this list, this is the new fast food items to try. I am excited to get your response because 
The first one is from a restaurant you used to work at. Chip Hotel? <laughs> this is the new Pollo Asado. Mm, those, that it sounds good. It looks like they mix like herbs into it and make it actually taste like something. So, Would you go try it? Yes, 100%. Okay. Is this like a bob or flop situation? Yeah, bob or flop. Next one Would is... try it, although I can't remember the last... So the last time we had... Mm, that might not have been the last time I had Chipotle, but one of the last times we had Chipotle, it was like mobile Your burrito order. was so small. I swear to God. <laughs> it was like... I used to work there, and it was one of those things where like, yeah, every burrito weighs about a pound. I got a burrito that was literally sub four bites, and I wanted to cry. <laughs> I vowed at that point to never do their mobile order again because I'm going to watch them make my fat rice baby. I usually get double wrapped, so that was definitely different than your norm. It was the set, and it was like ten dollars. It was ten dollars for literally like. <laughs> so you're, you're so upset. <laughs> I can see the pain in your face. It was smaller than like a wrap that you would get from a fries like yeah. ready to eat food section. It and reminded I'm, me of a McDonald's snack wrap, <laughs> which they're bringing back. Also a bop. And Although they, you, I'm not the biggest fan of their ranch or any of their tangy sauces, and I remember those things being riddled with mayonnaise. Well, you're not gonna like the next thing in our list because Hot mayonnaise. it's Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce from Mickey D's. Yep, that was pretty good. It was really blown up because of Rick and Morty, and that's why they're bringing it back again. But that's fine as a marketing ploy. McDonald's chicken nuggets are still iconic. They're pretty they're good. Not my favorite fast food chicken nugget, but. They get the job done. Mm -hmm. The next one comes from one of your favorite fast food restaurants as far as value is concerned. Um, this Taco is Bell. The Wendy's Crispy Ooh. Panko Fish Sandwich. I don't like fast food fish sandwiches. <laughs> I think Have that, you had one? I think I've that never might had be one. Line. Have I had? I also, you know they, I why are back. they always putting cheese on fish? I hate the idea of fast food fish sandwiches actually because i don't think i've ever actually had we one. we should do that we should go have one we'd have to do the filet of fish that's like the yeah, the iconic fish sandwich that's the one that all the and that's no like... we have to drive down to tucson and eat at mr baja fish, <laughs> fish. <laughs> well it's mr baja fish i mean it's gonna be good um <laughs> the next one is the burger king whopper melt those okay, in the commercial I... look really good yeah but i don't i don't couldn't tell you the last time i've eaten at burger king I can. I can tell you the last time you ate at Burger King is when we went there to try their spicy chicken sandwich. The oh, chicken. Oh, that's right. We went to the one over by my parents' house. Yes. Which was a pretty good chicken sandwich. It was surprisingly, like, I think it made our top five. Yeah, out of like six, but that's, you know, it wasn't <laughs> the worst one on the list. Um, the no, spicy chicken that's sandwich. That's reserved for Jack in the Box. That one was the what the, the what the fuck sandwich. Yeah. I think it was the cluck, the cluck and chicken. It was bad, whatever it bad was. Chicken. Oh, that reminds me. Um, Jack in the Box is doing a promo on 420 for four dollars and twenty cents. You can get a pineapple express shake because they love trees. That's the ad. Because they love trees. Uh -huh. I love that they love trees. <laughs> I love that for them. I also love trees. I love trees right uh -huh. now. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one we saw advertised recently: the white hot ranch fries. This one from is Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Yeah. And they also are doing them as like actual nachos and then they're doing them as a burrito. Yes, I had the option to have them as a burrito the other day when it went and I refrained. I think we got to try it. Probably should. It's going to be better than it should be. 
Oh yeah. It's very it makes sense because it's very California style. I <laughs> love my sister. She is the like icon for the the being a silly little white girl. Oh, being, she was just a baby. She was, just, she was like, what, six? Yeah, she was seven? teeny tiny. Many it was like ago. our first year together. And she had some ranch dressing, and which is like, ooh, it's spicy. And we use that for like the metric of how, mm. white, how white someone is at this point. We're just like, I oh, see right. that, that ranch is spicy. So now anytime, and it's happened consistently where there are restaurants that come out with a spicy ranch, I can't help but think of... <laughs> Kennedy because Tiny baby. She, she's just out there just with her spicy ranch. And... <laughs> um, here's another one you can throw on your list to try because you've never had one. Spicy fish sandwich from Arby's. Oh, they're all. <laughs> Everybody's like, you know what? We're doing fish. It's April's fish season, baby. Um, The next two are from pizza restaurants. I like pizza restaurants. Pizza Hut's doing a spicy lover's pizza. Spicy lover's pizza, I feel like, is something they did during the Super Bowl. That's this article says you can try it. That pepperoni, it's spicy and... marinara, sliced yeah. red jalapeno, red pepper flake, double pepperoni, veggie, or Hawaiian toppings. When was this article released? Recently. How recently? Uh, 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 uh. Hold on. That's a good song. If we just keep singing like that, no one will know this that you is can't April read. First tw- <laughs> no, April 1st, 2022, you asshole. April 1st, 2020. But, okay, that, I guess that pizza was ad- definitely advertised during the Super Bowl because the... Well, have you tried it yet? Uh, no. Then shut up. Okay. <laughs> Point proven. <laughs> uh, Papa John's has a New York-style pizza now. Uh, Papa John's is divisive, but I'm I'm about it because the the garlic slime that they I, serve. I don't with their, like Papa John's. It's the garlic snail trail that makes it for me. Their crust is so chewy and unenjoyable. But what if it was New York style? It's, <laughs> it gotcha. I don't know. No, that's like that new, that bar selling New York style pizzas, even though they're just pizza doughs thrown in the deep fryer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Dairy Queen has a new s'more shake. I like Dairy Queen and I like s'mores, so I imagine that that's a that's a that's a sweet spot. Um, Sonic has some new drinks this summer. Uh, they brownie, always have new drinks. Brownie batter shake, yellow cake yes. batter shake, yes. Red Bull slush. Oh. Red Bull summer edition strawberry apricot slush. Yes. <laughs> I don't ask me why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Hardee's. Which is Carl's Jr. for the rest of us. Mm, West Coast, baby. They have a bacon beast burger. I've been called worse. Um, it includes four strips of smoked bacon, special sauce, and all the trimmings. I don't see how that's different than any other bacon burger. Like, go to get a Baconator. Like, what's wrong with you? Well, because that one's got trimmings. Whatever those are. You think all the trimmings are like LTO? Yes. 100%. It's just LTO. Well... LTO, baby. That's, that. I mean, I guess that gets health food at that point. It's a salad with bacon. Um, Popeye's also has oh. a flounder fish sandwich. Oh, their flounder fish has been around for a while. That's one that I'm That like, one I would be probably to willing to try because they have my favorite spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah. So I trust them. Which I'm craving now. They also, we can get one tomorrow. Thanks. <laughs> They also have, and I saw a TikTok of this that just like cracked me up. They have wild berry beignets, but some guy was in the drive-thru and he was like, I want it, but I can't say it because I don't know how you say that. And somebody stitched the video and they goes, wild 
berry. <laughs> and then just stop. And it. then just stop. Because he also could not say beignet. What do you think he thought beignet was, though? Like, how would you pronounce it not knowing it? I don't know. But <laughs> Culver's a also has... have a wild berry. Beignet. Culver's has a walleye sandwich. It's a lot of fish. Walleye. Like the salmon? Yeah. Walleye, babe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a white fish. Same. Um, walleye, the fish. Why? I don't... All Why are these... all these places coming out with fish sandwiches? Do they know something we don't? I thought fish was becoming less and less sustainable. Well, it is. And that's, like, the whole thing, right? Is, like, we shouldn't be eating fish, let alone serving fast food restaurants. But it makes me wonder, too, about the sourcing and... Also, like, the truth in menu laws. Like, what actual fish are you eating? That's why filet fish don't say what fish it is. It's just, a, a, well, they do. It's the O-fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's the filet. And then, like, it's... and children, if you look to your left in the tank, we have the O-fish. Oh. Oh, my God. And then, um. Got any other fun bitties in there? No, I think, well, there's a ton more, but honestly, like, they're kind of lame. Are they lame because they're lame or are they lame because we can't get to them? Mostly because they're lame and they're like restaurants we don't eat at, like Panera, but. Oh, oh, Panera had something cool recently, though. They tried to do a chicken sandwich for the chicken sandwich war. That's right. But they're like a year too late. Yeah, that kind of died out, but we're pretty passionate chicken sandwich war advocates. Hashtag never forget. Never forget. And on that note, I'm pretty sure that the drive-thru lane has closed. Are you out there with your little vest putting the cones out? I'm putting my cones out at the vest with my little reflective vest on. Someone just rolled up and I told them to get the hell out of here because you don't have to go home, but you can't order chicken here. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening to Love Food, Hate Money. Don't forget to leave us a rate and review and check us out on our social media. And tell three friends. Three, because that seems like a good number for us. It's good for plating. It's a good number of chicken fingers to have in a combo. It's odd like us. <laughs> and we'd like to give a special thanks to John from Feather Fiction Studios for doing our original music and all our editing. He's been awesome. Hope to talk to you again soon. I'm in a mess. <laughs>